With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey there. Do you like sports? Do you watch the games and you have a pretty good idea who's going to win, but you're still just sitting there talking to yourself, texting your friends about how you were right all the time and how you knew this was going to happen? Well, guess what? Now you can make some money doing it, all right? Because we're already halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every single weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sportsbook on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with MyBookie.ag. If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? My bookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. The best part is, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put $1,000 down, they'll give you $1,000. That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. All you have to do is use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit MyBookieAG today. You play, you win, you get paid. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate, and overwhelming stupidity. All right, let's do this again. Welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Nathan here. Appreciate you taking the time to tune in. I say every week you can reach me, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. If you have Twitter, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the good shit. Love to hear from you guys. Now, I know during the offseason with the Orioles, not going to probably be not going to be putting you know back to back to back episodes every week. I'm going to try other stuff going on, but, you know, I'm still going to be here with you guys. Still going to upload some episodes. Obviously, when the Orioles season starts, we're, bam, off to the races every week. Here we go. Let's have some fun. I mean, there's still a lot of shit to talk about during the offseason, and there's a lot of stuff I'm going to go over today. I mean, you know, we got Jonathan Villar, uh, Dylan Bundy. It's back out in the news here talking a little Orioles pitching. I want to mention Richie Martin. Houston Astros, they're still getting bent over and fucked, which they should because they fucked up, and more shit's coming out more and more, and it's very entertaining. They crossed the line. And that's entertaining to watch them just get smacked around, see what's going to happen with them. And, of course, I say it all the time, any experiences that you had, you know, I always say M&T Bank, Raven Stadium, Camden Yards, Orioles Stadium, any game. Look, even if you went to a Baltimore Blast game and you had a great time and some crazy shit happened or you just enjoyed going to the game and you want to represent that you're a Baltimore Blast fan, I would love to hear from you. Also, uh, making some T-shirts here. Full Count Chaos t-shirts. Finally getting those out. If you want one, let me know. I'll send it to you. They're free. I'm not going to charge you anything. I appreciate you taking the time to at least tune in to be a fan. So, again, if you want a t-shirt, let me know. You just tell me where to send it. Off it goes. And in just a minute, I'm going to read some emails. A couple came in. <laughs> some 
experiences that these guys had at M&T Bank Stadium. So uh, we're going to get to those in just a second. I really hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving downtime. You know, even if you didn't spend it with any friends, any family. Maybe you don't have any friends. It's okay. We're all friends here. We could have spent the Thanksgiving with all of us. You know, maybe I should have done a little Thanksgiving feast with all the listeners. We all get together, have a big, big dinner on me. Maybe we'll do that one year. But maybe just some downtime. You know what I mean? Maybe you live somewhere where uh, your family is not around. Maybe you moved out of the country. You know, you met some girl, you fell in love, and she's like, I live in China. Okay. Go to China. It's all about downtime. If you had that four-day weekend from work, you know, that stressful job gives you anxiety, hope you had some downtime. Relaxing. Doing what you got to do to just get away from all that stress. I went to Ruth's Chris. for That's your second time. Ten years ago, I did the same thing with my family. My side of the family has just given up cooking and cleaning. They said, fuck it. But I went to Ruth's Chris, had some dinner. Uh, it was just four of us, and we had a great time. And my, now, my wife's side of the family, you know, 58 people sitting at the dinner table, not including the kids. It's a shit show. It's a fun shit show. So we have decided over the years we do every other. Every other. My family, her family. My family, her family. My family, it's usually six of us. This year it was four. A couple canceled. They weren't feeling well. Next year going to be 65 of us and you know the doing the every other year stops the fighting because when we first started dating when we first got married flipping coins then we tried both families in one year holy hell that was bad news the stress the you know we're with her family i'm looking at my watch looking at her she's getting irritated because she doesn't want to leave so we just decided every other year and it's working great. Congratulations and celebrations. No more fights. We're good. But Ruth's Chris, delicious food, of course. I still like Fleming's better. A lot of money. There's a lot of money. When you think of Thanksgiving, you think of free food, free beer. Watch some football. Fall asleep. Good to go. You got leftovers. You, you, you eat for a couple more days. Nope. Ruth's Chris, basically playing half your mortgage. It was good food, and I thought it was kind of funny. There's a lot of people that walked in there with you know jeans and a sweatshirt. I, I swear one guy walked by me with sweatpants, had his Nike shoes on. I thought, Roos Chris, you dress up. We all dressed up. And uh, speaking of football, I am enjoying the hell out of this ride with the Ravens. I say I'm enjoying the ride because who knows? This isn't going to last forever. The Ravens aren't going to have to pull Lamar before the end of the fourth quarter because they're kicking the shit out of their opponent. I mean, was it three out of four games now? Lamar didn't finish the game? What, do they punt twice in three games? Get the hell out of here. It's weird knowing that you got that guy on your team that everybody is jealous about. You know, and it's Lamar Jackson, the best player right now in the NFL. Best player, not best quarterback, best player. You want one guy on your team. One guy, I guarantee you most people are picking Lamar because you want to have one of the best quarterbacks. But most of all, what I love, not just the Ravens winning, that's fun. Of course it's fun watching your favorite team win, but not hearing the Steeler fans, the Patriot fans, the the Brown fans, they're keeping their mouth shut. They're keeping their mouth shut. They're not talking shit to us. Because right now what the Ravens are doing, they're the best team in the NFL. Now, they got a game against the 49ers, 
By the time you hear this, they've already played. Hopefully the game, obviously, hopefully the Ravens won. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a shitty day with weather. Told my wife already, I'm not going. <laughs> She's not happy with me, but I paid my dues. I've sat in some shitty-ass weather in the past 15 years of being a season ticket holder. I said, I can't do it anymore. I can't sit in 40-degree weather when you're getting rained on, whether you're wearing waterproof this or waterproof that. I can't do it. Call me a fair-weather fan. Don't care. Doesn't bother me. I'll be dry and warm in my house. But anyway, I'm just enjoying not hearing the shit talking because they know right now they are just completely just driving over everybody. Next, boom, next, boom. So that's nice. And Lamar looks like he's outside playing football with the younger kids in the neighborhood. You know, he's just the the uh, quarterback on both teams. You remember that when you were a kid? There's always that one guy who's like, ah, I'll play, but as long as I'm the quarterback, I don't want to run around. And sometimes you'd be like, all right, fuck it. You know, just... He's a quarterback on both teams, and you go out and run for passes. That's what Lamar looks like. He's like the 14-year-old kid going out and playing with the 10-year-old neighborhood kids. Every now and then, they try to tackle him. He just kind of moves to the left or the right, pushes him over. I mean, that's what he looks like right now. He's having a lot of fun, but he just looks like he's a step up or two of these players of how fast he is. So I'm just, again, being a Ravens fan right now, it's really fun. I'm, I'm loving it. I am loving it. It's making up for this rebuild with the Orioles. Look, fans are going to start losing their patience with the Orioles. We all know what's going on. We're, we're smart fans, but after a while, when you just start dumping player after player, you better hope these young guys work out. You better freaking hope these young guys coming up are going to pan out and be superstars that you're hoping are going to be because if you're not going to start paying a little bit here for some players to put some ass in the seats to come out and watch Fans are going to start getting a little impatient. But anyway, I'm going to get to these emails that came in. Again, I say it 100 times on the podcast. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Want to hear from you guys anything on your mind. But Ben wrote in. And now Ben and Jared, they didn't put where they're from. I love hearing where you guys are from, by the way. So, you know, if you can remember. But so these uh, two emails that came in were just some funny experiences that they had at M&T Bank, Ravens Stadium. Ben says, I haven't been to too many Raven games, but when I went to one a few years ago, I found a guy passed out laying on the ground, covered in urine next to the toilet, balled up like he was sound asleep on a lazy Sunday afternoon. Ben says, I went to check to make sure he was okay and started shoving him with my foot to see if he'd wake up. When he wasn't waking up, I called security to run over to make sure the guy was okay. He apparently was so intoxicated, he passed out while puking. (laughs) Jesus. When they lifted him up, he was laying in a pile of puke and a bag of pills fell out of his pocket. Not sure what they were, but either way, I feel I may have saved a life that day. Ben, you are a hero. Appreciate the email. Yeah, you probably did save his life. Laying in puke next to a toilet. Oh, God. Those toilets of those stadiums. Oh. You know, even standing there in one of those stalls I've had to before. Look, I've had to take a shit before at these Royal Games and Raven Games and I basically cover everything with toilet paper. I mean, it, it, it looks like wallpapers everywhere. And when I do, the, the times that I have, it's like I, I rush home and shower and ugh, it's just gross. But just laying there. Pills and booze, huh? Ben says pills fill out of his pocket. Pills and booze can either help you have a fantastic time or wind up on a bathroom floor getting arrested. 
Again, appreciate the email, Ben. Sad thing is, you were probably the 50th person to see him. I remember uh, we walked by. Guy was laid out. It was at a tailgate. We could see him through the fence. And he was just laid out, passed out. And it looked like he had some puke on his chin. And everyone tailgating's laughing. People walking by to go to the games laughing. They're like, yeah, look at him. He's all drunk, having a good time. But it's like, I don't know. Is that something you want to celebrate? You know, pointing and laughing at some dude who... You know, why don't you check to make sure he's awake or still breathing? But you're at a football game and everyone's like, yeah, woohoo, look how fucked up he is. Woo, we're at a football game. That's what we do. I've walked by some people where I probably should have called 911 and been like, please help this person. But I'm just like, hey, we're at a football game. Everybody's partying. You know, football games are great ways to feel like shit the next day. They're long days. I No more night games for me unless I call out of work the next day. I can't do a night game. Call me a puss. I just can't do it. But, you know, you, you, you go out and drink all day, and then you wake up the next morning. You're like, what the hell was I thinking? So, Ben, I think you did save a life. <laughs> passed out. When you're passed out next to a toilet, you're definitely unconscious because that's not a it's not a decision you go walking into the bathroom and say, you know what? I'm just going to lay here for just a minute. Just a minute. I just want a little nap. And then I'm going to get up and, and go back to the game and have fun with my friends. That's not a decision you make. There's a reason why you're laying on the piss-covered ground next to a toilet. All right. This gentleman, uh, his name is Jared. <laughs> you know, if this is true, this is, this is pretty crazy. And he actually starts off the email with, this may sound too crazy, but this really did happen. To one of my neighbors. About 20 years ago, my neighbor took his four-year-old nephew to watch the Ravens play in December. Pretty sure that was the last game of the season. And that day was freezing cold because everyone was bundled up. Well, his nephew lost his ticket as they were tailgating. And my neighbor said instead of calling it a day and taking him home, he thought it'd be a good idea to wrap his nephew up in a blanket in his coat and sneak him in. Wait, what did you say? My neighbor told me it actually worked and he was able to get him through and they both were able to watch the game together. <laughs> Jared, appreciate the email. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's that's crazy. I mean, the kid's four years old, wrapping him up in a blanket, putting it in his coat. Jesus Christ. It's hard to it's hard to bundle up like a, a big bottle of something. A beer, a big bottle of vodka, whatever it is. I mean, even then you put it under your coat. You're kind of like, oh man, they definitely know something's in my coat, but you got a four-year-old child bundled up in your coat. Come on. You know, I think the craziest thing I ever remember hearing, and I think this is when the Colts were here in Baltimore. My father-in-law was telling me that a uh friend of his snuck in a, a quarter keg of beer. <laughs> you can't sneak shit in anymore. I mean, now they make women uh, bring in clear purses. Now you basically got to get naked and bend over and touch your toes. Got to spread those cheeks. Make sure you're not bringing in any moonshine, sneaking in any of that alcohol. They want you spending $10 a, a beer in the stadium. They don't want you bringing in your own shit. I don't blame the guy. Sneaking them in like that. <laughs> I guess he figured, look, if I get caught... They're just going to tell me to go home, which, you know, he was probably going to do that anyway. But back then, it was the paper tickets. They don't have the paper tickets anymore. Everything's electronic. Everything's on your phone. It basically, they mail you like a, a credit card 
looking thing if you have season, season tickets. I remember a long time ago, probably over 10 years ago, I was walking to the stadium. I dropped my ticket. I didn't realize it. I just happened to hear someone behind me say, hey, look, there's a ticket on the ground. And I turned around and it was mine. So thank God somebody said that. But now it's almost impossible to not be able to get in the stadium if you own the tickets or bought it. Everything's on your phone. But hey, you know, those tickets are expensive. Kid's four years old. I guess he was a tiny motherfucker. Put them in your coat. Again, you, you just can't do that. They make you, I think, pretty sure they make you take your coats off. I, I, I think I do remember taking my coat off. I, I just went to a game the other week. I don't know why I can't remember that. So appreciate the email, Jared. Appreciate the email, Ben. <laughs> Sneaking your kid, wrapping them up in a coat. Why not? Fuck it. All right, before I move forward into a little Orioles drama, I want to bring up something that I'm sure we all love to talk about, sex. Guys, let's talk about sex, all right? I'm giving you an opportunity. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, and they do work, trust me. My wife got down on one knee and asked me to marry her again. I'm telling you guys, it is the real deal. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no uh, awkward doctor visits letting them know, hey, doc, I don't know what's going on. I It's only happened a couple times, I swear. No more awkward conversation. They're made in the USA. Since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. B-L-U-E-Chew.com. BlueChew.com. Right now, I've got a special deal for my listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code ARMCHAIR. A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R. All you have to do is pay $5 shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice And I thank them for sponsoring this podcast. All right, so uh, we're going to move on, talk a little Orioles right now. I know some fans are wondering, you know, what the fuck's going on here? What's happening? If you've been checking out the latest news of the Orioles, Jonathan Villar is in the news. The uh, Orioles decided to put him on waivers. And fans are like, wait a minute. You know, I understand we're in a rebuild, but this is like one of the only guys that I am excited to come out and watch. So what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, the guy batted 270, 32 home runs, 97 RBI, 61 stolen bases, and that was in 216 games. Now, in 2019, 274 average, 339 OBP, 453 slugging percentage, 111 runs scored, 24 home runs, 73 RBIs, 40 stolen bases, and 162 games. And he also became the only fourth hitter in the last decade to record 20-plus home runs and 40-plus stolen bases and highest wins above replacement value of anyone on the Baltimore Orioles roster. So why the hell is he leaving? What's going on here? Well, for one, Orioles wanted nothing to do with paying Villar the, I think it was like 10 to $11 million he'll earn in his final year of um, salary arbitration before he's eligible for free agency next offseason. Some people say, why didn't we just pay him that one year, see what he does, keep him around, keep the fans coming in to watch somebody. 
I mean, he was fun to watch, but was he the reason you were going to watch the Orioles? It's a rebuild. Michael Elias has a plan. I know we're very frustrated, and we continue to see our favorite players leave the Orioles. And it's funny. It's a knee-jerk reaction. Every time we see a player that we love leave, it's like, well, it's a rebuild. And I don't think Orioles fans are only going to celebrate if they become winners and and, and playoffs and maybe World Series, but I think we're going to celebrate that we won't ever have to hear the word rebuild. Hopefully, we won't have to hear the word rebuild. But was Jonathan Villar, was he one of the reasons that you uh, came into the stadium to watch the Orioles? Because they're a bad team, whether or not they're rebuilding or things that are exciting that are happening around the team and uh, you, you know the the first round draft pick and Adley Rushman, they're a bad team. They they have games where you're just like, holy hell! I can see now why uh, they're losing more than a hundred games. Are you thinking like I am? Like this better all be worth it. <laughs> all this rebuild, all this be patient. 2012 to 2017, the Orioles were, I guess you could say, competitive. Went to the playoffs a few times, never won the whole thing, obviously. And then that's it. Here we go. Rebuild clean house, which had to be done. But are you like me saying it better be worth it? (laughs) We better have uh, a lot of uh, winning years ahead of us when we start becoming a good team. Now, I did read the other day that Mike Elias is looking for apparently some cheap infielders. And when I read that, I'm thinking, hey, what about Richie Martin? And I like Richie Martin. I've said it all season I like Richie Martin. I know he wasn't batting 300 with 20 home runs. I understand that. But Mike Elias plans on starting him in the minors, which I'm not 100% sure the minors would do much for Richie Martin. But again, who the hell am I? Mike Elias, you'd think, would know best. But watching him, he came from double A to the majors. He'll get his bat going. He was hitting home runs. He was starting to get the power as the season was going on. Uh, You know, he's quick as hell. And he's great in the field. So I thought it was ironic when Michael Elias was like, hey, we're looking for some middle infielders. And by the way, we're putting Richie Martin, uh, starting him in the minors. I, I don't, this, what? Richie Martin's got a fantastic glove. He's got a great arm. I know he batted 209 at batting average. It's six home runs. Forgot what is uh, here. To, 260 OBP, 322 slugging, 581 OPS. So, again, I just thought that was a little ironic that Mike Elias is not willing to spend big money on middle infielders. He's getting rid they're, – they're parting ways with uh, Jonathan Villar. But the guy who has definitely shown that he's got a great glove in middle infielder, they're saying we're going to start in the minors. It's like, wait a minute, what? what? Whatever. And another player who looks like is no longer going to be an Oriole for much longer. That's if they can find someone who's uh, th- th- is willing to trade – is Dylan Bundy. Now, are you upset about hearing that Dylan Bundy will no longer be an Oriole because the Orioles are looking to trade? Or are you over Dylan Bundy? I mean, Dylan Bundy was supposed to be the number one guy. That's all we kept hearing. And then he didn't play for a few years with injuries, and now he's, you know, what he's topping out at, what, 91 miles per hour? I mean, the Orioles pitching is terrible, and obviously that is their main focus. Mike Elias has said their main focus is, is pitching right now, though we've heard that for many, many, many years as an Orioles fan. And here we are in 2020 trying to figure out the pitching. Well, the Orioles pitching gave up highest earned runs of 897. And it doesn't sound like the phone's exactly ringing off the hook. 
to make a trade with Bundy. He's 27 years old, went 7-14 and 14 this past year, 479 ERA, 131 whip last season. Uh, Bundy gave up 29 home runs and 161 innings pitch. Now, when I was reading some of these stats, I came across David Hess, who I don't know why the Orioles are even hanging on to this guy. I think David Hess is a terrible pitcher. I think he is awful. I don't ever want to see him step on the mound again, and I understand. It's a rebuild. What does it matter? He's just kind of a fill-in in the meantime. Look, again, you know, we know we're going through a rebuild, but we at least look out for the fans a little bit and, not, and try not to put too much garbage out on the field. But David Hess does not belong on a pitching mound. <laughs> so as I'm reading these stats, I come across David Hess. He gave up one less home run than Dylan Bundy, 28 home runs. But the difference is he only pitched 80 innings. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Half the innings Dylan Bundy pitched, and David Hess only gave up one less home run. Get the hell out of here. It says Mike Leak from the Diamondbacks gave up the most home runs with 41 after 191 innings pitched. Anyway, so are you cons- are you upset? You know, you, you hear Jonathan Villar, maybe some Trey Mancini, now Bundy. Are you, are you just pulling your hair out? Like, what the hell? Or is Bundy not really a, a big issue with you? I mean, again, his fastball sits at 91 miles per hour. Two seasons ago, 545 ERA. 141 whip. So, again, I'm just hoping that the Orioles keep some guys here. It's a first-year rebuild. I understand. They're cleaning house. I understand. But you want people to buy tickets and come watch your team. Be careful of how many people you get rid of. Because, look, we're trusting you. We understand. We hear you. We're going to be good in three years, four years. Well, you better fucking be. (laughs) Now uh, fans are upset. You know, you took away FanFest. Like, what is going on? This is very difficult to be an Orioles fan. But I think the Orioles are trying to make up for that. If you didn't hear, they announced uh, they have plans for winter warm-up is what it's called. This is one of the ideas uh, intended, this is what Mike Elias says, to connect fans to the team. So it's going to be Mike Elias, Sigmeidel, manager Brandon Hyde. They'll both be participating in a quote-unquote special conversation, Rob Long will serve as the MC. It says from uh, Mass and Sports, but I think a lot of people, most people know Rob Long from 105.7, the fan on the radio. So if you're upset about FanFest, and that was your go-to every year, that's what you looked forward to before the season, here's something called Winter Warm-Up. And if you didn't already see it, this is what it's about. It says the event will feature local vendors, businesses, and food trucks along with photo booths, ice sculpture, ice sculpture demonstrations, it says, what? And holiday face painting. <laughs> ice sculpture demonstrations. Every my ice sculpture. It reminds me when my cousin turned 21. I always remember this. Went to his party, and I'm sure you've seen those ice luges where you pour vodka at the top of the ice block, and you take sh- or, vo- or whatever drink you're drinking. And it goes down the block of the ice, obviously there. You are taking the shot, but somebody had ordered an ice luge, two blocks of tits and a big old vagina. Real mature, right? <laughs> In our early 20s, you know, we could get away with that. Now, you know, our 40th birthday. Hey, step right up to the big block of vagina ice. Have a shot. 
says, if anyone is interested in doing some holiday shopping, the official team store will offer a 50% discount on all purchases during the event. And the first 200 purchasers will receive an exclusive Orioles ornament. All right, 50% discount. That means instead of uh, spending $100 on a T-shirt, you only have to spend 50 says, the Orioles Authentic Store will offer a 25% discount on all purchases. Da-da-da-da-da. Rather than pay an entry fee, fans are asked to donate just $5 or contribute a winter coat to benefit individuals and families in need at Paul's Place. That's cool. Local nonprofit organization. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Birdland members who renewed their season tickets for the 2020 season may attend for free and will be granted access to exclusive opportunities at the event. That hasn't been announced yet complimentary parking will be available in lot a also the first 1,000 fans in attendance will receive an Orioles Sherpa blanket one of the more popular giveaways this season so there you have it sounds like fun winter warm-up all right yeah special conversation with Elias Sigmidel and Brandon Hyde ice sculptures face painting 50% 50% discount on all purchases during the event. No entry fee. All right. All right. Rebuild. What rebuild? I haven't really spoken to anyone who's been extremely upset about getting rid of FanFest. Uh, the couple people that I know who always took their kids weren't that upset. Again, because they said it was just a crazy mess. It was a shit show the last few times they went. So I haven't really heard from anyone who's really upset about it. So... <laughs> You know, here we are. We just, Oriole fans, we got to be patient. Hopefully Mike Elias's plan wasn't to come in and beat on a trash can. Uh, too soon, Nate. Too soon. Yeah, well, Houston Astros are still being talked about. The Yankees, if you haven't heard, now complain that the Astros, there was blinking light in center field. Holy hell, man. These Astros are out of fucking control with the cheating. I mean, they just went to a whole new level. And that's what makes me nervous. Everyone's like, Mike Elias is a genius. Look what he did with the Astros. But now, as he leaves and comes to the Orioles, there are a few people out there who are going, oh, boy. (laughs) Could they have won without the cheating? And Mike Elias was there in 2017. So Kenley Jensen speaks out, of course, a Dodgers player. All the Dodger players are coming out pissed off. Yeah, no shit. Yankee players, Dodger players, you know, these are the teams that played the Astros in the playoffs and lost. So, of course, they're going to come out, be a little upset. So Kenley Jensen got interviewed about this the other day. I think it was in The Athletic. He said, if the league finds out that teams are cheating... They have to pay a big fine or someone is should be banned forever or someone should lose their job. They can't be in this game. Of course, I agree with them. What would the league do? Are they going to puss out this time like they do every other time? You know, pitchers thrown at batters' heads and fights. You always hear that they're, you know, they're going to come down hard and make an example and then they suspend the pitcher for five games or, you know, four games, whatever, and they pitch every fifth and sixth day. I, I hate that role. I hate that. And I get it. Well, it's still the team's still down a player. But you know damn well all it is all it is is just the pitcher missing one rotation. I hate that. I wish the league would suspend pitchers for like twenty games. 
if they pull that shit, especially throwing at somebody's head. You could kill someone doing that. Be like if a batter gets hit and the batter uh, runs out with the bat and swings and tries to hit the pitcher, but the pitcher ducks and he just misses his head. Same kind of thing. It's just the pitcher didn't hit him in the head when he threw the ball. So everybody top to bottom with the Astros. I mean, they're in a lot of shit. They are in a lot of hot water shit. And more and more, as the details and facts are coming out about the Houston Astros and what they did, and again, now the Yankees are talking about, you know, in center field and the lights, they were blinking. At first, when this came out, when when this first came out about the Houston Astros cheating, there were some people that I know, that I talked to, who were like, you know, look, everyone cheats. But the more and more facts that come out about what they did and how far they went to cheat, and what games and watching the videos and hearing the trash can get hit and hearing the whistling. Now those people, I mean, 100% of the people that I speak to about this and see on Twitter and social media, I don't see anyone defending the Astros anymore. I don't see anyone anymore saying, well, it's just part of the game. Everybody seems pretty pissed off about this. And the league has a lot of thinking to do here on what they're going to do because they got they, they have to make an example with this. Because the Astros crossed the line. They fucked up. Who the hell knows what's, what they're going to do about this. But we're going to cover it here. Full count chaos. And I'd love to hear from you guys. How do you feel about this with the Houston Astros? Is there anyone out there who's tuned in right now who feels that, you know, not a big deal, whatever. They just got caught doing what everybody else probably does, but they do it a different way, blah, blah, blah. If you feel that way, love to hear from you. Full count chaos at gmail.com. Going to try to get another episode up here shortly. Again, I'll try to keep going week to week the best I can during the offseason, but once the Orioles start, boom, off to the races. Let the season of 2020 begin. (laughs) But hey, love when you guys get involved. Again, Ben, Jared, thanks for emailing in. Till next time, see you.